0: Faith City? Okay, it's nice and hot out. So, good morning, Faith City. Morning. Okay, much better, thank you so much. Um, uh, I'm going to ask for a favor, I'm going to do like one minute with the tie, and is it okay if I remove it after one minute or so? <laughs> I feel like I'm choking a bit, but I'll, I, I wanted to just do the tie thing for, for a minute or so. So, um, this morning, If you would allow me to, it it is my privilege to to minister to you this morning, if you would allow me to, I would like to just get in, do what God has purposed for, for me to do this morning and get out. Is that okay? Or we can take the long train. It's entirely up to you. So if you have your Bibles open with me, um... Very, very, very familiar passage of Scripture um, that, that I wanted to, to deal with this morning. Really just want to go into it, unpack it, and, and see what God has purposed for us this morning. Um, the, the book of First Samuel chapter 17, the story of David and Goliath. Now, how many of you have not heard the story of David and Goliath? Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you, you've all heard it. Ha, ha. Now, let me rephrase the question. How many of you have actually read the story of David and Goliath? Don't put up your hand. Don't, don't do it. But if you would, go with me, and, and we'll pause in just a moment, jump to a different scripture and come back, but it will all make sense in just a bit. And I'll read from verse 1. It says, Now the Philist- Philistines gathered their forces for war and assembled at Soco in Judah. They pitched camp at Epher's uh, damum between Soko and Azekah. Saul and the Israelites assembled and camped in the valley of Elah and drew up their battle line to meet the Philistines. The Philistines occupied one hill and the Israelites another with the valley between them. A champion named Goliath who was from Gath came out of the Philistine camp. His height was six cubits and a span he had a bronze helmet on his head and wore a coat of scale armor of bronze weighing 5,000 shekels. Now, for those of you who don't know, I did the calculation for you. Five shekels in South Africa, because we use kilogram, is 57 kilograms. And, and I just want you to picture that as we move along. This giant was wearing a breastplate that weighed 57 kilograms. Some of you can't even pick up Weights! Of 57 kilograms. Now, now, I mean, I don't want to brag. I can, but it's not for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Easily. Easily. Absolutely. <laughs> it says, branch wearing five darn shingles on his legs. He wore bronze greaves and a bronze javelin was slung on his back. His spear shaft was like a weaver's rod, and its iron point weighed 600 shekels. Now, I want you to picture this also. He's got a spear, and the tip of the spear weighs 6 kilograms. Do you know how big that is? I apologize. For those of you who are from the Chatsis, like Pastor would say, like me, we used to go buy a saker, a pound sugar, you know that one kilogram or that 500 gram. Now imagine you put six kilograms of that and that is just the tip of this giant spear. Let it, let it make sense. It says, Goliath stu- stood and s- shouted at the ranks of Israel, why do you come out and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine and you? Are, are you not the servants of Saul? Choose a man and have him come down to me. If he is able to fight and kill me, we will become your subjects. But if I overcome him and kill him, you will become our subjects and serve us. Then the Philistines said, "Today, this day, I defy the armies of Israel. Give me a man and let me let us fight each other." On hearing this, the Philist, on hearing the Philistines' words, Saul and the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. I'm going to jump verse 12 to verse 15 and just read from verse 16. It says, for 40 days the Philistine came forward every morning and evening and took his stand. And then it goes on a, and gives you a, an account again or reference of David. And we'll, we'll, we'll speak about David in just a bit. Now, if you would also with me, just forward a bit to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 16. And I will read from verse 14. Chapter 16, same, same book. Chapter 16, verse 14. Now, in, in this chapter, Saul is tormented by an evil spirit that was uh, allowed by God um, to invade his life, his personal space. And he is just going crazy. And so Saul has his armor bearers and his inner circle with him at this moment. And one of them says to him, Verse 15, it says, Saul's attendants said to him, See, an evil spirit from God is tormenting you. Let our Lord command his servants here to search for someone who can play the harp. He will play when the evil spirit from God comes on you, and you will feel better. So Saul said to his attendants, Find someone who plays well and bring him to me. One of the servants answered, I have seen a son of Jesse of Bethlehem who knows how to play the harp. He is a brave man and a warrior. Someone says, a brave man and a warrior. He speaks well, and he's a fine-looking man. I mean, look! <laughs> I mean, you don't have to look far. And so I want you to see this. So Saul is being tormented, and he has his inner ear, and, and the spirit is tormenting him. He doesn't know he's left from right and he's right from left. He's up from down and down from up. And one of his servants says, listen, I know someone who can soothe your soul. I know someone who can soothe your soul by playing the harp. And so if he plays the harp, I'm, I know the spirit that is tormenting you will leave you. And then without being asked, he offers the following information. He says he is a brave man and a warrior. He speaks well, and he is a fine-looking man. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we worship you, O God. Thank you for today, O God. Thank you for ordaining this moment in time, O God. I pray, Father God, Lord Jesus, that there will be a divine connection, O God, from your heart to my lips, O God, to the hearts of your people. In the name of Jesus, O God, bless your people today as We speak your articles in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. So, in in a few minutes, would you go with me and tag along with me as we go fighting the giant? Can, Can we go fight our giant? The time has come for us to face our giant. Now, I don't know how, how many of you have watched the movie enough. Jennifer Lopez. If, if you have not watched it, please do. Now, in this movie, Jennifer Lopez is faced with a giant, a deadbeat baby daddy trying to ruin her life. He doesn't want her. He just wants to wreck her life. And she's placed in a position where she has to flee for her life. And it doesn't matter where she goes, he always finds her. He always catches up with her. He's got everyone in his back pocket. He's got enough money to do as he pleases. He's got enough money to pay off and pay for the best attorneys and lawyers and whoever else. And inevitably, he always finds her. And she's always faced with her giant. And it doesn't matter where she runs, her giant finds her. And she goes and she changes her appearance, but still the giant finds her. She finds a new job for her and the daughter, a new house, and they live, and they think it's a happily ever after, but lo and behold, here's Goliath. In her life again. And try as she might, she just cannot shake the giant. You see, until one day, She decides enough. No, no, you have got to decide enough. And one day she decides enough, but you know what I'm not going to do? I am not going to fight the giant on his terms. And I'm not going to fight the giant on his timeline. So what am I going to do? I'm going to stop running, but I'm becoming a little bit more strategic. So I'm going to disappear from the forefront and get ready for my battle in the background. (laughs) Uh -uh. You've You've been trying to fight the giant, but you weren't ready because you had never taken the time to go to the background because you've always wanted to be in the 4th Ah, Uh-uh. And every time you came out and wanted to fight the giant, he came and he stood out and he tormented you because he knew you weren't ready for battle. And so every time he stepped out and he says, bring me a man, you trembled. Because you weren't ready, but when you were in the forefront in front of others, you felt ready. Uh Uh-uh. She's not in this movie. We with the movie. We with the movie. And so every now and again, she calls her friends, and she's explaining, and she's crying, and she don't know what to do. And finally, she says, I've had enough of this. I am no longer going to run. And then she goes into the background and she starts preparing for battle. And she finds a personal trainer to work with her. But not only work with her, but also show her her weaknesses. You see, she knew that the giant she was fighting, it would never be a fair fight because she was a woman and she could never punch like a man. So now she's with the strainer, and he's punching her like a man. And he's playing dirty like a man as she's preparing to face a giant. And he's not taking it easy on her because he doesn't know exactly how big the battle is that she's fighting, but she knows because she knows her giant. You see, other people cannot help you, sorry, other people can help you prepare, but you know the preparation you need to face your giant. No, 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 no. You know what needs to be done in order to get ready to face the giant. Yeah, yeah. And so she's in the gym, and she's boxing. Uh, now, this is something I cannot do, So, as you can see. <laughs> I've never fought in my life. Uh... Yeah, I, I fight with the Word of God. Amen. Amen. That, 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 that's the thing that, that people say that can't fight. It's true, though. It's true. It doesn't make it less true, but it's just that if you are in the battle at school and here comes the first no Jesus. <laughs> I'm just saying I've seen it so I've just been wondering, where was Jesus those times? Because people still walked around with blue and black eyes. I mean, Jesus didn't fight that battle. <laughs> anyway, so she's preparing. And, and the strain is preparing her. But as he's preparing her, he's also giving her tips. He's also giving her tips. And she's listening to these tips that he's giving her and it's helping her. But the one thing he tells her is to always remain calm. And so she's getting ready for battle. She's going in, day in, day out. She's getting ready for battle. You see, the Israelites, before they faced Goliath, The Israelites had fought battles before. And they had won before. And they had a chip on their shoulder because they were victorious, because God had given them the victories before. And so when I read it, I was a bit confused. Because we are always taught when we go to church And as we grow up in God, we we are always told that we must walk in victory. We must walk as though the victory is ours. You see, you can walk for as long as you overcome the small things in your life. And you walk in those victories. But when the giant emerged, Israel had no answer. And the Bible teaches us they tremble in fear. No, no, no. I want you to get this. This is not an army that was put together just now. This is this was an established army that had fought battles and wars before, and they had been victorious before, just like you and me. And we had been victorious before, and we can look at things that we have overcome. And then when we overcame them, we were walking in victory. And we got those victories, but now we are faced with a giant. And the problem is, it's striking the fear of God into us. And the problem is, because the giant that we are facing now smells different. The giant speaks differently. See, the the giant fights his battles differently. The giant doesn't come with the same weapons as the other smaller things came with. You see, no. You know why? Because this giant knows your weaknesses. This giant knows your fears. This giant knows what is going to make you tick. This giant is gonna he knows what is going to take for you to turn on your family. And, and every one of us has a giant or giants in our lives. And so we sing, I'm walking power, I'm walking miracles, I love a life of favor. And then when the giant steps out, who is there to fight me? We are struck with fear. And then we say, I'm not walking anymore. (laughs) Uh, Listen, because it's easy to be confident in the things that is not really troubling us. And though we see it as a giant, it was never a giant because it was never insurmountable. I'm not talking about the small things. I'm talking about the giant in your life that keeps you awake at night. The thing that when you think about it, it strikes the fear of God inside of you. And so Goliath Goliath each and every day steps out. And it torments the Israelites. The Bible teaches us that Goliath does this for 40 days. For 40 days. And if you look at biblical numerology, biblical symbolism, 40 represents a generation. 40 represents a generation. And so you have the Israelites that are there as a generation, Goliath, Torns them. Every single day, that same giant came out to our parents, our grandparents, and tormented them. And they never had the courage to face the giant. And now we are coming up and we don't know what we are fighting, but we have to face the giant. And the Bible teaches us that David at this point is but a young man. And on the 40th day, Goliath steps out again. And this is significant because on the 40th day he steps out Because he wants to cancel that entire generation as if they never existed. Because every giant that our parents, our grandparents faced and never overcome cancels that entire generation. And so Goliath on the 40th day thinks he's got, he still has the bragging rights. And so he steps out. And there's this young little boy, handsome, well-spoken, and he's on his way with a care package for his brothers. And you know what is significant? Before The first part of it is when he got to the battle and he heard what Goliath was saying. The members of the army told him what he would get if he would fight Goliath. No, 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 no. You missed it. No, 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 you missed it. You see... Fighting and defeating a Goliath, a giant, is not so that you can be rewarded. It is so that the next generation can be free from the fights that you... But the thing is, when he wants to step up and fight the giant, they tell him, you can get this, you can get money, you can can even get his wife, his, his daughter... But David's not phased by that because he understands that this is not about the rewards for me. The problem is when we want to face giants, we want to be rewarded by God. Every single time when God is requesting of us to step out and fight the giant, we want to come back to the pulpit and testify about the goodness of God. Oh, you, oh, oh you, you guys don't know. Hey, hey, you guys don't know what I went through. Hey, hey, God did this for me. And, and then when the battle was done, God, done, God gave me a Lamborghini. But, 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 but listen, it's about more than that. It's, it's about more than that. Listen, the previous generation had nothing to eat for most nights of a month. And then our parents fought the giant of poverty, and they overcame. And that's why we can eat every single night today. And it's important that we fight and over... Uh, uh, and we, we, we don't have to look to be rewarded, because there's, there's, there's not a reward in every battle. And the problem is we get sidetracked by the reward and we get so caught up in the reward that we end up losing the battle every time. Because even though our intentions were pure going into the battle, when we heard what we could get out, our intentions became impure. And we started fighting the battle for all the wrong reasons. You see, and David hears this, but he's not faced by that. He he doesn't, it's not about him, it's it's not about that, I don't, what is this man saying? And he says to my guy, if it pleases you, let me go, I can take this, sorry, slang language for oak, sorry, slang language for this guy. (laughs) I, I can take this guy. And, 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 and so, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. He was, he was maybe just so afraid or maybe he was just tired. And he does what we always do when we hear people are going into battle. We say, may God be with you. <laughs> That's it. He says, okay, okay, you can go. May God be with you. And I can understand, if I read it, this is what he did. There's the front line. He said, may God be with you. <laughs> and, and, and he ran away, because for 40 days, he did nothing. The leader of the army trembled in fear every time the giant came out. He trembled in fear. And then they did what we should never do. And after he says to him, they, uh, may the Lord be with you. They tried to place the same covering on David like they did on Saul. And it will never ever work. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. I know my mother had a covering, and I know, God bless her soul, I don't need hers. Her covering was for the battles that God gave her to fight. I need my own covering, because if I go in that covering, that giant is going to smack me. He's going to smack the living daylight. Why? Because he knows his way around the covering that I'm with. He knows the texture, he knows the smell, he knows what it can take. And so if David had stepped out with the same covering, it wouldn't have been a battle. But David says, absolutely not. It's making me feel uncomfortable. Why couldn't I just go in my shorts and my vest? And pluck Sandals, open-toe sandals. And, and if you picture that, remember what I said to you in the beginning, what this giant is wearing. The breastplate alone is 57 kilograms. David doesn't even weigh 57 kilograms at that moment in time. And listen, I must say, I, I, I love to teach. So it is important that it, that it forms a picture. Because when we read the Bible, we, we don't form pictures. And so we don't understand how big a challenge this was. We, we read it and it's like, oh, yeah, David won. No, uh-uh. Then, then you're the person that only watches the end of the movies. No. No, I don't have time for that. Cancel culture, out. But but David is there, and he's standing there in his shorts and his vest and his pluckies, and he's looking at this giant. And a thousand things might have been going through his mind at that moment in time. But all David knew Is that he will Absolutely be victorious today Because God did not Take him out of obscurity And anoint him Appoint him Only for him to come And lose and allow Another generation to go Under No So the moment you start believing that you have been anointed and appointed for victory. You know that when you come face to face with your giant. Craig What what do you want to do, huh? And, And so, if we can just go back to the movie quickly, enough. Enough enough. And so now, now now that she's fully trained and she's ready for action she springs into action. And, and I love this movie. And and she goes in the heat when he's on his way to work. And and she sets things strategically in place. But she also knew his things. Because a giant doesn't have different things. It's the same old, same old. The problem is we fall victim to the same old, same old. And so a giant never, they don't. And so she knew where he would have the guns and the other weapons. And she removes it. She disconnects phone lines and everything. And she's getting ready for battle. And she's hiding. But what is mind blowing, the same like David, she says, I used to run away from you, but I'd much rather defeat you at your own game, in your own house. <laughs> aye, 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 aye. We have to go back to where we met the giant in order to defeat the giant. No, ah, no, 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 no. You met the giant at the Shabin, but you want to defeat the giant in the courtyard. No, go back to the Shabin. Stand there and give glory to God right there. Because that uh-uh, uh-uh. she said ah the same place where you used to beat me to a pulp. The same place where you've made me feel worthless. The same place where you've made me feel afraid, tormented me, right here is where I'm going to defeat you and the same things you said you would do to me, I'm going to reverse that and I'm gonna do it back to you. Now now listen, I know you might get in a few hits here and there, but again, when you hit me once, I know you're gonna come for a kick. Uh -uh. But she anticipated that. And so when she was down and out for but a moment, She bided a time while laying on the floor, and lo and behold, the giant came to stomp on her. But when the giant came for the death stomp, God resurrected something inside of her, and that turned into his demise. Goliath stepped out with a spear of which the tip only, the tip weighed six kilograms, six kilograms. And David said, not only will I defeat you here at the same place that you have been tormenting my people, but I'm going to defeat you, and while defeating you, I will openly mock you so that the next generation are not only not fearful of giants, but every time they defeat a giant, they do so mockingly. And so he could have taken anything and he would have been victorious because God had been with him. But the Bible teaches us that he picked up small stones. Emphasis on small, little pebbles, small, little stones. You have a giant who had stepped out for 40 days, threatening to cancel and erase an entire generation, and a new generation. After practicing in his father's fields for years, Steps out from the background and says, That man that you were looking for, that you came out every day and asked for. That man is now here. What will they mark? What do you want to do? Show me what you want to do. And Goliath is confident or as cocky as he could possibly be, says, is this it? Mm -hmm. I came out here 40 days, and this is what you, this? Now, because this is what you think of me, not only am I going to kill you, young man, I'm going to break you apart, dismember you. I'm going to dismember you. Listen, if you break an entire generation of Israelites away from the lineage, that becomes a problem for the future generations. We don't have time for that. So I'm going to dismember you. And now that you are no longer part of what we call a membership, I'm going to feed you so that the birds and everything can come and feast on you. So that there is not even a remembrance that you ever existed. No, 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 no. Your giant is not always going to buy this time in the corner. One day, if you don't stand up and say enough, that giant is going to come from the dark corner and demand your life. And remove every semblance of you Remove everything that people ever had of you from this life, as though you've never existed. But I want to let you know, if you know like David knew, I'm anointed, I'm appointed. So it doesn't matter what you come with. It's a church, it's as far as I can go. (laughs) It doesn't matter what you come with or the threats that you have now said. You see, I'm not hiding. I'm not shivering. I'm not threatened. It worked on them. You see, the old generation, They were good for the previous fights. You see, the weapons of their warfare was good enough for the previous fights. I represent a new generation. Now I fight differently. Now you can come with all those threats and sting breath. but I am blessed uh, and highly favored. I was not called of man, I was called of... And here I stand, cause here stand I. So it doesn't matter. And just like in the movie where Jennifer Lopez says, enough. And at the end of that battle, she's standing over him. And he is as defeated as can be. And the feeling is the same. Because she fought not only for her, but for her daughter. Because if she had not fought the giant that threatened to take her out, her daughter would have grown up without a generation. Her daughter would not have known a mom. Do- hey, hey, hey. And David is standing. I- I'm-, I'm going to fight you. but I'm also going to mock you. You see, the things that you made wasn't just enough to kill me or my people or wipe us out completely. You wanted to come and humiliate me. You see, the giant in your life is strategically placed and will inevitably humiliate you. you have to get to the point where you say enough 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 and I can see David smiling himself up bumping himself up and there's the battle line and if you know anything about ancient warfare and whatever They did actually respect a battle line. So they never crossed it unless they were victorious. Okay. So there's the battle line. And I can see David pumping himself up. He says, Enough. Enough. I've had enough of this. I'm too tired. I've had enough. Every time I visit my brothers, they are in turmoil and trembling. I've had enough. Every time I come here, they can't even speak properly because they are so afraid. I've had enough. Every time I ask them how you are doing, it's only bad things that come out because they are afraid. And that's what their heart is full of. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And because their heart is full of fear, they can only speak in fear but I've had enough of this. So as God is my witness, I'm not just doing this for me or for my people. I am doing this for the previous generation, for my generation, and the next generation. Because when they see a giant, they're going to see something that is defeatable, that is not insurmountable, that is not something that cannot be overcome. And so when they step out, and another giant comes up and says, bring me a man that any man in the army of God is able and willing to step up. So are you ready? face your giant. Ah, uh -uh, uh -uh. I'm I'm not talking about that small, yeah. You see, there you go again. You're thinking about the small things. Uh -uh. It's easy to fight a giant that seems big, but it's actually small. Because uh, in in, in business, they're always talking about easy wins. What, What can we do now that's an easy win so that this person and this person is happy in the meantime you see see the the devil has us on this loop that he allows it for us to be okay for a little while and every time we say I'm okay but a little while and every every so often people ask us how are you doing I was okay but I'm not okay now I don't know what's wrong with me I don't, I don't know I don't know You see in every time The devil allows us to be okay For a little while Now I don't know about you But I'm not okay being okay For a little while If you are okay being okay With a little while Then this message is not for you I'm talking about warriors That is ready To face the giant <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You see Somewhere Someone is giving a report on you that you would never think of yourself. Someone said about David, he is a mighty warrior. You see, but I wanted to find out, and I'm close to ending. And I wanted to find out, you see, David was in his father's yard all the while. Where did this servant see David play the harp? See, he was standing. Which means, there are people looking at you. (laughs) They're looking at you. And they say, I wish I was as strong as that person. Uh, I see a mighty warrior. She speaks so well. She's so strong. He can do so many things. He's so versatile. And you are looking at your giant and saying, I can't fight you. I can't fight you. But if only you knew that there are people who know what is inside of you. And you are more than what you see for yourself. Ah! No, 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 no. you, you might stutter, but you speak well. Ah, you, you might need glasses, but you see well. Yeah, 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 yeah. You might not have the best clothes, but you dress well. You, you, you not, might not have the best vernacular or best speech, but you speak well. You, you see, God has given you what you need to be victorious. See, you decided that it wasn't enough. You decided it wasn't enough. You can't go back and now blame God that you have been defeated over and over again. No, you made that mountain insurmountable. It was, you were able to overcome, but you made it insurmountable because you questioned your ability. So I don't know who's in this place, but I want to tell you, not only have you had enough, but you are enough. You are enough. (laughs) No, you are. You are enough. You are more than what you ever need to be successful. You are what more than what you need to be victorious if only you can believe that for yourself. You are enough. You are enough. It's okay. Listen. We don't always have to look cool. We don't always have to look good. There are days when we have to fight. No, no, no. There are days when we have to fight. No, no, no. Listen. We, we grew up in church, so they say, the battle is the Lord's. Now Let the Lord fight. Let the Lord fight. And listen to me. And that's okay. Then continue being miserable. No, 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 and that's okay Because there are times when God is in the ring But he gives you the tactics to fight No, no, no And sometimes God is going to be there And you might not lose the fight But it can end in a draw And the Zion goes back home And you go back home and no one has overcome All because you were too scared To just give one punch Because that's all it will take when God is in the ring with you. But you know what we do? And with this I end. You know what we do? We stand in the ring and we say, thank you God for bringing me here. I'm so grateful God for this opportunity to face this giant. Oh God, thank you so much now. If you in the spiritual realm can please just lift my arm. God, if you can just punch But put enough power so that, you know. God, if you can just do that for me. And God is saying, on the other side, he's saying, I'm not going to do that. I am in this ring so that you know and have confidence that you won't be defeated. You will not leave this fight as the loser. But you might not win if you don't begin. So is there any fight left in anyone in this place? Come on, stand to your feet and give me some. Just, just give me some. Uh, Just be careful if your wife will, but just give me. Come on, shout enough. Have you had enough? Have you had enough? The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. For too long, he's lied, and we believe it, but enough is enough, and, and, and I hope that, that you have been encouraged to just, when the giant steps, steps out, that you have enough courage to say, I'm stepping forward. may not know yet how to fight, but I'm no longer trembling. I'm no longer fearful. So if I perish, I perish. But I believe God has brought me to this fight to win. And so God, here goes. And you punch, and the first one misses, but you punch a second time. And you keep on punching until everything is out of you, and everything this giant has stood for in your life come crashing down. And as tall, as big. As great as Goliath was, he didn't fall softly. No. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. No, he made a noise. And that guy right there, you will know your sound of victory. You see, you've been punching. And praying, and finally, after growing weary, you hear. Thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I've overcome. Thank you. I know that sound. That's the sound of defeat. That's the sound of my victory. Thank you. Thank you. For years, this giant has stood before me. But enough now. Thank you, God. (laughs) And a giant will come crashing down. you got to keep punching. You've got to keep punching. If you don't know how to fight, learn how to fight in the Spirit. But you can no longer run away from your giant. You can no longer change your appearance in order to hide from the giant. I want to let you know you can no longer change your identity in order to get away from the giant. Because inevitably, the giant is going to catch up.